Cuphead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Kind of an iffy day today. It's a little cloudy. Looks like it's going to break through later. Who knows? What am I, a weatherman? Come on. Cut it out, Glenn. Had a good game last night. Decent game. I had a lot of fun playing my Rattan in Mythgarther. Uh, basically, we had to go and, uh, you know, tell some uh, tell some lizard king that he's... I don't care how much of a, the river he thinks he owns. He does not get to ruin the mill of the town. Just because it's on his quote-unquote property, which it isn't. Anyway, we ended up killing him. And things like that. You know, things will go on like that. We were fine. We were negotiating. And, and Matt, our game master, kept saying, if you'd go, just a little more negotiation. No, one of the person who was talking, no, he wanted to kill him. So it's like, so he said, look, we leave our bill alone or we won't have to kill you. He says, oh, yeah. I says, yeah. And then he took a swing and that was it, you know. That's all she wrote. We almost lost a, a player, but or a player character, but they came back. So, anyway, there we were. Today, I want to talk about mixing it up, mixing it up and role playing, and I will talk about that after this. Okay, I don't want to think that I'm preaching to the crowd here because this is for the very, very newbie players especially for the 5th edition players, because, you know, whatever cutting-edge edition it is, this is for them. There's something I miss being a gamer since 81. There is something I miss, and that's the stew. Now, I was watching a YouTube video from a guy named Woodward, who's telling me how much he loves 1st edition AD&D. And I'm still watching it. It's like a two-hour video. But I ha- I wanted to stop and just record this because it just, oh man, every time I look at 1EA D&D, I just get so nostalgic. Well, basic too, but I didn't start with basic. I miss the stew. I miss the, the house, well, not the house rules so much. Everybody comes up with the house rules because you often forget you can bend this game to your will as a game master. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, 5th edition, you do the same thing. It's easier in 5th edition than in previous editions. Because sometimes in, say, like 3rd edition, you change one thing and then everything falls apart. You know, the, uh, to me, role-playing games should not be like that. They should be malleable. And he talks about how, when they say 1st edition AD&D, would it really promote role-playing? No. His... his Viewpoint is every edition of D&D does a very poor job at promoting role-playing. Well, I, uh, yeah. Even 5th edition with its bonuses for like, you know, your, what are your bonds? What are your this? What's your that? I know that's there for new players. I know that's there for inexperienced players. But at the same time, you know, it's not really, it makes them think about it, which is good. That's the first thing. But this is why we have other supplements from other places, third-party supplements to talk about role-playing, how to do that. Hell, that's why That's why I'm here. That's why I have this show. Is one of the reasons is to get people to, 
you know, to not only have a better game, but to role play more. Because I'm just trying to use my experience as an actor and role player and a gamer. So that's that's what the whole point is. And unfortunately, he's probably right. Because D&D concerns itself with the mechanics. But at the same time, I don't want to get off on that tangent. That's a whole other episode. So what I want to talk about is the mix, the stew, what I call the stew, which is mixing stuff up, mixing things from other editions, from other games. And this applies to any role-playing game, not just D&D. It's just that my focus here is on Dungeons & Dragons, unfortunately. Well, sometimes I talk about other games, but usually it's about D&D. And what I do is I try to give it as generic enough so you can apply it to other games. But what I'm saying is that when out in the back in the day, when AD&D started coming out, people would just say, because it came out piecemeal, of course, first the Monster Manual, then the, D, then the Player's Handbook, then the DMG. I think that was the order. Yeah, Monster Manual, Player's Handbook, DMG. So it came out piecemeal. So people were still playing basic D&D, like out-of-the-box sets, say BX or something like that. So they just take like the Monster Manual when it first came out and just mix it in. And it worked. And they found out they can play a, a mix of things. Now, when 2nd Edition came out, we did that. We took second edition, and it's like, oh, there's no, there's, there's no assassins. Well, I'll just take my one ebook and play an assassin in second edition. Nothing wrong with it. It fit. I mean, you had to do very, very minimal, minimal tweaking to make things fit between the two. Now, when third edition came out, that was the game changer. That was the one where they wizards decided to totally rework the whole system and make it more complicated. And not that first edition, second edition was less complicated, but you know they pushed it. To me, they pushed it more into the pencil pusher category, into the I have to keep so many records of everything it drives me crazy category. D and D for bureaucrats. So. And fourth edition wasn't much better, although they tried to push the, they tried to push the World of Warcraft, uh, you know, tack, that kind of thing. And it just, it just, you could, it was very hard to. I mean, right now we're playing Eberron in fifth edition. God, thank goodness that Wizards decided to put a few things out on, on D and D Beyond and the the DMs Guild and all that, plus I think a book. That would help you because I have the original three, five Eberron books, a couple of them. I got the main book at least, and I just use it for the fluff. I use it for, okay, my character's from this town. We're playing in Sharn. We're, we're going here. Okay, now I've got a lay of the land. I don't use the mechanics. And fortunately, now you can use that with 5th edition, which is good for, for those players. But if I wanted to take Eberron and say, toss it back into first edition, that might be a problem. Now, I could probably use the fifth edition material to convert it to first edition, since fifth edition is closer to first than third. So there's a way of doing that. I mean, it's just a matter, it, it's just a matter of tweaking a few things as far as like saves and and things like that. Saves and I think hit not hit dice but amount of hit dice anyway 
and things like that. So, you know, it's harder. The the more editions you go up, it's harder to do that. But you got to re- you should really think of the mix, even in fifth edition. You know, people now I'm taking for granted people are going to change it around anyway. Look at my friend Matt, who did Mythgarther, which is fifth edition tweaked to the way he wants it in his world. It's very, I would recommend the Mythgarther, main Mythgarther book, which is coming out with the second edition. Mythgarther is a more, leans more towards Warhammer fantasy role play and things like that. And it's a very Germanic Norse feel to it. But what he did was take 5e and just pare it down. He pared it down, changed a few things, added stuff stuff like a sanity stat and spell points for spells, and it works. It works great. I've always said that if, I, if somebody held a gun to my head and say, you will run 5th edition, I'd grab MythGarther. And if I didn't, if I didn't run in MythGarther, his, his world, which is part of the book, his world, I would sure as hell take that 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 rule system and bend it into something I want something in my world or some other world because if I look at it and I said you know I could run the Forgotten Realms in this I could run Greyhawk I could run uh, the Midderlands with this system and I mean not so much some of them are like more base to basic but still it's closer to basic it's closer to the earlier editions. So that's what I'm saying about mixing it up. Don't forget the stew. Make your own stew. And I'm sure if you flavor it right, the players are going to keep coming back for more. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So, all right. You want to talk about to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. And thanks again to Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Sores, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, John Allen Large, and Michael Tompkins. Thank you guys. You are great. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, and my friend Eric Tinker's Tavern Chat. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm